Hello, youth, and welcome to another episode of COVID Sabbath. Today is Palm Sunday, which is a different kind of Palm Sunday than what we've had in the past because we can't get together at church and wave all of our green palm branches and sing Hosanna. But this is also the beginning of spring break. And this is a very different kind of spring break than any of us anticipated. It's another kind of loss. So today let's talk about loss. A month ago, I don't think we would have all imagined that we would be here now. And by here, I mean, I mean that in a lot of ways. Many of us had plans to not be at home right now, to take some kind of spring break trip, whether that was to Florida, to sit on the beach to enjoy different kinds of ecosystems, whether that was to go see family somewhere else in the United States or maybe somewhere else in the world. We didn't really plan to be here in Goshen, all of us, for the next seven days. And because we all are here We're missing out. We have a loss. In my junior year of high school, our basketball team had a decent year. I was the only junior in the starting lineup. The other four guys were all seniors. And Our point guard was really good. In a couple games where someone would get in foul trouble, he literally just took over the game. And if he needed to, on a particular night, he could score 40 points. It had been a cold and wet kind of winter. And... As you know, I grew up on a farm and one of my jobs, one of my responsibilities on the farm was to go and check on the cows and make sure they were getting fed enough. And I'd had enough days in a row of spending multiple hours outside in the cold and the wet and the rain that it started to get to me health-wise. I couldn't breathe very well. I was coughing all the time. The morning of our postseason tournament, I woke up feeling worse than when I had gone to sleep. So mom got me a doctor's appointment. We went into the doctor. And when I should have been with my teammates getting on the bus to go to the tournament, the doctor was telling me that I had walking pneumonia. Now, there's some injuries that you can play through. Twisted ankles, things like that. Yeah, I've played through those. 
But breathing is a different kind of thing when you're playing basketball. You've got to be able to breathe. And I couldn't. So I was useless to the team. And all of a sudden, my my season, basketball season, had ended. Which was a loss. I felt really bad and frustrated and upset about that. Um, I had also knew I was letting my team down. I was letting down those four seniors that I had played with for the last several years. You know, I was a player that they relied on. At that point, I was averaging a double-double. 10 points, 10 rebounds a game. I was letting down my coaches, the seniors, myself, the whole team. And I wasn't quite sure what to do with all of my anger and frustration. I was mad at the weather because it was just so crappy. I was mad at the cows because they needed me to feed them. I was mad at my lungs because this wasn't the first time that I had gotten pneumonia. I was mad at all of these things that I couldn't control. And I had to figure out a way to let go of my anger and my frustration and to focus on what I could control. I could control my actions, my attitudes, my process of healing to just get over pneumonia and feel better. I could control what I said to my teammates to encourage them, to pray for them, even though I wasn't at the games with them. Loss and grief are realities of life. And to be a human, you have to figure out how to handle loss and how to handle it in a helpful way. Like I said, I don't know that I handled mine perfectly, but over the years, here are some things that I've seen and noticed when losses come. You have to face it. You have to face the loss and you have to face the pain. Don't fake happiness. Face the pain and take some time to do that. If you got to cry, cry. If you need to yell, yell. If you need to talk it out with someone, do that. But don't bottle it up and push it down. And when losses recur, you also get the chance to refocus your attention, your actions. You have a time to say, okay, now what will I do? This thing that I had relied on, this relationship, this person, this activity that I had filled my time and attention with, that's not there now. So now what will I do? And it's an opportunity to do something new. And you can also reclaim the idea of what you lost. So for example, with my basketball story, what I lost out on was the end of the season, the postseason tournament. But the idea of playing with these guys that I loved playing with, the idea of being with my teammates, I, I kind of had a chance to reframe that. Because going into a postseason tournament, 
the reality of that is that your season will end in defeat. And my reality all of a sudden was that what I loved, the idea, the actuality of playing with these guys, my last game with them, our last game as the best version of the team that we were that year was a victory at home on our home court. There are a lot of great Psalms to turn to in times of loss. Here's some parts of Psalm 46. The first three verses and then the last two verses of Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I am exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Several weeks ago, when schools across the U.S. were beginning to close and the reality of this pandemic was coming to us here in the United States. There was a prayer that was sent around. It originated from Megan DeWald, who works at Princeton Institute for Youth Ministry at Princeton Seminary. And she calls this a prayer for young people during the COVID-19 pandemic. And I want to share this prayer now as a way for us to recognize our losses and the way that God is with us in this time. Several times in this prayer is the familiar refrain, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And I invite you to say that with me as you hear me saying that. So let's pray. God, our comforter, for the young people whose immune systems are vulnerable to this virus, who feel statistically insignificant, even though they are infinitely loved, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the young people who rely on schools and social gatherings for food, shelter, water, safety, and belonging, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the young people who are in prisons and juvenile detention centers, who are often discounted and already feel forgotten and alone, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the young people who are facing discrimination, prejudice, and racism, from people who are scared, angry, and looking for someone to blame. 
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the young people who are experiencing homelessness, and for those for whom home is a dangerous place, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the young people who had their last class with their favorite teacher, their last practice with their favorite coach, their last rehearsal for their favorite musical. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the young people who are grieving the sudden end of their senior year, who won't have a prom, a graduation ceremony, or other anticipated rites of passage. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the young people who are unafraid, annoyed, and bored, who think the world is overreacting and feel restless and rootless while they wait, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the young people who are scared, anxious, and despairing, who feel like they are emerging into a broken world that is their job to fix. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the young people who draw on their identity in Jesus Christ, who want to offer help and love for their neighbor when they feel so distant from their neighbor. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Amen. This COVID time is making us pay attention to our humanity in new ways. Paying attention to what we love and making us confront the things that we have lost. I encourage you to not escape from your losses by jumping into the many different kinds of electronic tech that are out there. Be a human. Don't be an avatar during these strange and unique times. Rest, relax, reconnect with people and with God. So until next time, Cover your cough and share God's love.